0: Welcome to the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Starr Robertson, Jesus Freak, Mom Blessed by Adoption, Wife, Wonderluster, and your Intentional Living and Biblical Mindset Coach. If you're here, you're likely a busy woman wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You have a desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you. And you want more productively peaceful days. Well, you're in the right place, sister, because that is exactly what we do here. First, building on a foundation of faith with purposeful priorities while mastering our mindset and implementing simple self-care. So mama, grab your coffee or strap your kiddos in the car seat and let's jump into today's episode. Hello, sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Intentional Abundant Life podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star robertson and I am super excited to bring this podcast episode to you guys today because we are talking about control and power and perfectionism. And I just want to encourage you all with this episode because I think it's something a lot of us struggle with. We are all created in the image of God and he is a powerful and all-knowing and all-controlling God. And I think he gives us this beautiful picture of, of the balance of control and laying down and letting be in his character. And in the presence of God, I see that he he does have this control over all things, right? He has the power within his hands to do anything and everything because he created all things. But at the same time, he lays it down. As God, he even lays it down, which is which is such a beautiful picture to me because he has given each and every one of us free will. He's given us our own power and control within ourselves to, to make decisions and to make choices and to have certain actions and behaviors and, and whatever it is that we're choosing to do in the moment. And and I love that we have that power, right? And we have that control over our lives. And and I've seen it ebb and flow in my life. And I see it in my clients' lives as well. And I think it comes down to this delicate balance like God has, because I do think he's given us free will. And he wants us to exercise this autonomy and this and this control and this power over our lives. And and not in a negative sense, right? He's, he's given us free will to be able to do that. Of course, he wants us to choose goodness and righteousness, and he wants us to choose him. But so many times we can very easily get caught up in this kind of gripping the wheel and needing to control things. I was having a conversation with a client about this, And then the conversation, um, got me thinking, and then I started having a conversation with my husband about, um, just this idea of, of power and control in perfectionism. The conversation with my client kind of went like this and and it stemmed off of this idea, which I have, and she has this belief that we have both had a tendency to carry around at different times in life, and somewhat currently as well. And it's this belief that if you want it done right, you should do it yourself. And I think it's a common misconception that a lot of us carry around because right is, it's not always a factual thing. You know, it's not something that can always be proven in a court of law, whether whether something was was done right or not. Sometimes being done is right enough. And I think it can tend to happen with some of us who are type A personalities, or, or people who maybe have control taken away from us at times, or some of us who just have an idea of of the most efficient way to do things, a way to fold towels, a way that the toilet paper should be put on the rack, a way to put the pillows on the bed, a way to do whatever. I see this a lot in mothers who are tending to their children, nurturing, raising their children most of the day. And then dad comes home and he does things a little bit differently. And sometimes this can bring up strife in a marriage relationship or in the family dynamic, because the way dad does it is totally different than the way mom does it. Or the way one person folds the shirts is totally different than the way the other person folds the shirts. And a lot of times we can think that our way is the right way, or our way is the best way. Our way is more efficient or more productive. And while those things may be true, I want to encourage some of us that do have a tendency to grab to this control or grab to this perfectionism and accept that sometimes being done, even if it's not done perfectly the way that I think it should be done, maybe if it's not done even in the most efficient way, the way that I would do it so that all the X's are crossed and... (laughs) <laughs> all the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted in the most streamlined fashion doesn't mean that it's not done well enough. And sometimes I've seen this in myself and I've seen this in clients to where we feel like we have to do this, do it ourselves so that it's done Right. But then we're doing so much doing that we're stressing ourselves out. We're creating unrealistic expectations. We're overwhelmed and we're burdened by this expectation that things need to be done a certain way. And if they're not done a certain way, then we have to step up and do it. And truly creates chaos. It creates overwhelm. It creates anxiety and frustration, and it creates a monster of its own. And I want to play out this scenario for you guys, because this is something that I've seen in my life and I've seen in my clients' lives as well, where we have this idea that we wish somebody could just do something on their own perhaps maybe it's your spouse you would like him to do something without asking you or maybe it's your teens you have older children and you you would want them to just take care of something on their own but then they're coming to you needing Your advice, your input, your help, your assistance, your direction, they're needing you to step away from whatever other tasks or duties or sitting in the presence of God, whatever it is, something else that you're doing to give them advice, to help them out, or, or sometimes even just wanting you to do it for them. And sometimes it's because they've attempted to do it on their own and we've come in and we've said, well, that's not right. Or that's not good enough. Or they've done it and we've criticized the way that they've done it. Or they've done it and then we've come behind them and redid it for them so that it was up to our standards. So in us holding on to this, if I want it done right, I should do it myself, can actually create an environment where we're preventing others from being able to do things that they could and should and would be doing on their own had we not created this environment where they're incapable sometimes in our own eyes and I know that's not the intent I know we as moms um, as busy women are not going to our husbands and our children telling them that they're incapable but sometimes going off of this belief of if I want it done right I should do it myself is creating that outcome in that result in our life. And so I've been trying to think of ways, how can we create a different result? How can we create a result where we can give others the freedom and the flexibility and the autonomy, the responsibility to be able to take care of things on their own without needing our input, without needing to come to us for us to come in and rescue that situation. And I think part of it comes down to holding this belief that if they do it, or when they do it, even if it's not perfect, it's okay, because it's done. And I didn't have to do it. But stemming from that has to be, these other thoughts and these other beliefs that they are capable of doing it that done is better than perfect that progress is better than perfect it's about believing in their capabilities and equipping them in them it's about us being able to manage our feelings of maybe the toilet paper rolls on backwards or upside down you know maybe the towels folded um in a roll instead of the C fold or whatever it is. There's so many ways to fold a towel. Um, I didn't know until I got into the hospitality industry Um, doing our Airbnb, I thought there was just one way. And then I married my husband, there were two ways. And then we got into hospitality and realized there are many ways to fold towels. If you've ever been on a cruise, you know you can fold towels into animal shapes, (laughs) multiple various animals. I digress. There's no one way. That is always the right way. There are always ways that can be more efficient, but trusting that, that whatever they're doing is is okay if it's good enough. If nobody's getting hurt, if nobody's hurting someone else, then sometimes good enough is okay. And you might be thinking sometimes, you know, I, I share this with clients or whatever. And the idea of fear comes up. Well, what if I don't have control? What if I let them do it and then something bad happens? And then I get backlash through X, Y, and Z. What if I then have to come and play cleanup because they didn't actually do it right? Or they didn't do good enough. Well, to that thought or that feeling, I want to ask you how else are they going to learn? How do any of us learn if we're not learning by doing it ourselves and maybe failing or maybe not getting it exactly right? How else are we going to know how to improve? And this is something that I know from both perspectives, I've reaped the benefits from, from the perspective of letting my son make his own peanut butter and jelly. Maybe it's not the way I would have made it. But the way he's making it is the way that he likes it, perhaps. Or maybe he's going to be able to see that things in life can be messy and not perfect. And that's okay. And so even in me, letting go of that control, it's equipping him and it's allowing him to learn and be empowered by his own activities. But being able to see that perfectionism isn't the measure I'm able to learn by watching him learn those very same things. And on the flip side, I know that there have been times that I have had people let go and release control, and allow me to go forward and learn by doing and make mistakes and not have things be perfect. And that's the way that I've been able to learn through failure after failure after failure or through mistake after mistake after mistake. And I know that in all of my time in trainings and changing employers and so many different things. I have always been able to go through and watch somebody train me how to do something. And then as soon as I have the autonomy to do it myself, I'm able to use my intuition and my insight and my different perspectives and bring it into that and often find better ways to do it on my own. I have been able to change the way our policies and procedures are written in workplaces. And I've received promotions on account of it because I'm able to look at things with that different perspective and find a different way to go about doing it. And saying that, I just want to encourage you. How do you know your husband or your kid isn't actually going to have the better way? That might be hard to hear for some of you. I know probably a few years ago. That would have even been really difficult for me to hear. How do I know somebody else's way isn't actually better or more right than my way? I don't. And until I give them the opportunity to try, none of us are ever going to know. I know that there is nothing new under the sun, yet constantly there are being improvements upon improvements and efficiencies upon efficiencies taking place all around the world. And I love how Steve Jobs always used to say he liked hiring lazy people to do the job. Not because he wanted to pay people to do nothing, but because lazy people were going to be the ones that found a more efficient and easier way to do the same exact job. I think we all have these things that we think that we need to control or things that are in our realm of control when sometimes they aren't. And one that came up in the conversation that I was having with my husband is the idea of moving snow and shoveling or snow plowing our driveway all winter long. And it came up because it's something that is very relevant this time of year. We're in the season of breakup, where all the snow and ice is melting. Uh, Most people call it spring, where they live. But Alaska, it's breakup. And it's always a nasty time of the year, but our driveway has a slight incline. And it can get quite icy this time of year, because during the day and the hot sun... The snow and ice is melting, but then at night it kind of freezes over and has this like glaze over it. So it can get really icy um, during the night and early morning. But during the day, the snow is starting to melt. And every spring, my husband beats himself up and says, If I had just gotten out there and plowed those couple of times that it snowed that I didn't get to it in time or whatever else then we wouldn't be having this problem right now. Or he sometimes has this idea, which he never verbalizes. He never says, oh, you did it wrong or anything like that, where he thinks the way he plows the driveway or snow blows the driveway is the best way, which don't we all, don't we all have those things where we think the way we're doing it is the best. And so every year, without a doubt, that snow melts and the driveway is clear. And it always happens within like a week or two. Like when God decides that snow is going to melt and that ice is going to melt, he melts it without any needed input or say or opinion from us. He takes care of it. And so I told my husband, you know, did you ever realize that Every year you put all this expectation on yourself and you beat yourself up over the fact of if you just could have gotten out there and did it your way, then it all would have been taken care of and it wouldn't be in this situation. But every year God takes care of it. So maybe it's an area that we don't need to exercise control or we don't need to exercise our own power or we don't need to strive for perfectionism Because it's not our area to be controlling anyways. And I just hope that encourages you in whatever your thing is. Until you allow others to exercise the autonomy of the power that they too have been given. Until you release the idea of perfectionism as a standard for yourself and others. You're never going to know the kind of freedom that you will have in terms of your mindset around this belief that if I want it done the right way, I should do it myself. Bring others in. Allow others to partner with you and work with you because we all have something to learn from each other. God bless you, sisters.